This video is brought to you by Blessed Be God Boutique, maker of Catholic fashionable apparel, handmade accessories, and more. Rome is watching. Cardinal Arthur Roach has confirmed that the modernists in Rome are keeping an eye on what they describe as keyboard warriors who oppose the changes they're trying to make to the faith. Today we're going to go over those changes and examine what Cardinal Roach has said because there is a lot of talk now about the liturgy or the faith or the doctrines of the church being a living body and subject to change. That, my friends, is revolutionary talk, meant to subvert the faith. They want to replace the faith with something new that they can call Catholicism. It's in their language, and apparently they don't like when we point out the truth about what they're saying. So let's see what Roach and his ideological allies in the church are actually doing to the faith. But first, I did want to thank the patrons and channel members of Return to Tradition who support the work that I do here. Their continued support makes these messages possible. They enable these messages to keep coming. So their help, your help, is greatly appreciated. If you want to join them in helping, there are links to Subscribestar in the description box. If you're not familiar with Subscribestar, it is a speech-respecting Patreon alternative that will not silence people because of their opinions or because they say really spicy things. They won't suspend people's accounts like what happened with Tim Gordon last week. You might have heard about that. There is also a link to Patreon and the Join button is also available. Thanks and on to our story, which is a warning of sorts. Be wary of anyone with an important office, be it secular or ecclesiastical, who describes the fundamental guiding documents, the guiding principles, and the guiding traditions of whatever they are supposed to represent as, quote, living. Be wary when a politician describes the Constitution as a living document. It's not. The founders were pretty explicit that it's not. And be wary when someone says the church or faith are a living entity, because whenever you hear someone say that, are going to make a pitch for changing or doing things that run completely counter to the values of the country with the politicians or contrary to the values of the church or whatever it is they tend to represent. Case in point. Headline from Info Vaticana. Botsing on the church. A living organism that does not change always stagnates and dies. Bishop Botzing is the heretic bishop-in-chief of the German Sonata Way, and in that statement he shows he lacks the faith. He's the bishop who likes to dress like a Protestant minister and lead the German bishops into rejecting the teachings of the faith, such as, oh, I don't know, in the church's practices of who can and cannot be ordained, or in the church's teachings of the morality of the flesh and the so-called James Martin's sin. The Germans want to normalize such sins. They want to have the church change her teachings on them. And they also want the church to start ordaining women and pretty much do the rest of the things the secular world wants the church to do. Now, Botzing is saying that if the church doesn't do those things, she will wither away and die. From the Info Vaticana article, quote, I like being Catholic and will continue to be. The Catholic Church in its global dimension and in its historical continuity is something very precious and venerable. But like all living things, it, is only, it only remains true to itself and only remains itself if it changes. A living organism that does not change always stagnates and dies. A valuable asset becomes a museum object if it is not used in times of change. 
In my experience and assessment, this also applies to the Catholic Church, says George Botzing. In addition, the president of the Bishops' Conference of Germany insists on his idea of creating the, quote, synodal councils that Rome warned him not to do because it would undermine the ecclesiastical structure itself. Botzing's idea is to create a kind of committee unilaterally and without the consent of the Holy See, which could be compared to the power of a bishop and placed above it. A body that would directly clash with the tradition of apostolic succession, end quote. In plain language, he wants to put a system of checks and balances over the bishops, and it'll be a secular lay check. We all want, sometimes want checks and balances in the church. Having some kind of check against heretic bishops and Francis or men like them seems like a great idea on paper. Such a check and balance doesn't exist. Bishop Botzing wants such a system staffed by a laity for the purpose of pushing his revolution in the church further. Such a system would be, by default, anti-tradition, anti-capital-T tradition, one of the pillars of the faith, and it would serve to further secularize the Church of Christ. People tend to forget that checks and balances are a function of democracy, and the Church is not a democracy. It is a monarchy, and Botzing would do well to remember that. If you believe the Church was established by Christ on the rock of Peter, with an unbroken line of succession but for the popes going back to Peter, which is required to be Catholic, then trying to overturn that monarchy in favor of a democracy would be a betrayal of the faith. I doubt this has occurred to Botzing. Heretics rarely frame their thinking in Catholic orthodoxy. Instead, he's focused on his phantom value of change. Just more talk of progress, folks. That's all this is. Maybe this is the kind of change he means. I have an example of it here for you. A like-minded bishop, Monsignor Philippe Below of the Diocese of Metz, France, used his cathedral for a women's handball game. This happened last fall. Catholic outlet described the spectacle in this way. The game took place between two teams of scantily clad women in front of the tabernacle and altar. The pews had been removed, but otherwise the cathedral was left as is. Yes, a cathedral was converted emphasis on the word converted, for the use of a purely secular spectacle, in this case used for an arena sports event where women wearing an insufficient amount of clothing for normal use of a cathedral played a sports game, much, of course, to the delight of the secular authorities and, of course, to the members of the local hierarchy. Now, this again happened in September and has received, and the bishop here has received no pushback from Rome for this, only from his angry laity, which flooded local Catholic newspapers with all sorts of nasty comments. But maybe that's the kind of change Bishop Botzing means. We gotta get with the times, man. It's the old rallying cry of Vatican II and the Vatican II defenders and the Pope splainers and the rest and the modernists at the council. Such abuses of office and of the sacred is the logical outcome of such activity. But don't you dare speak out about it because Rome is watching. You see, it turns out that Rome actually really is watching social media accounts. I was skeptical of this until Cardinal Roach told us that no, they really are. They actually confirmed it. Rome, the Vatican, is watching social media pages of traditional Catholics. From Gloria.tv, we get this story. Headline, Roach Rants. Latin mass keyboard warriors are very effective. Cardinal Arthur Roach is the man Francis uses to enforce Traditionis Custodis and its subsequent documents, including the rumored coming sequel, and he foists these things on the church for Francis. 
Roach is in charge of banning the Apostolic Mass, the traditional Latin Mass, the Mass that goes back to the 5th century and organically developed before that since the time of the Apostles. And anyone telling you that that Pope St. Pius V invented the traditional Latin Mass in the 15th century does not know what they're talking about. But Cardinal Roach is quite upset that online Catholic figures are helping lead a resistance campaign against Francis and apostate Rome. From the article, quote, don't leave the liturgical field to those small and vocal minorities or whatever hue who seem obstinately to stand against the Holy Father and against the liturgical reform, ranted an angry Cardinal Roach. Prefect of Divine Worship during an October 8th lecture published in Music and Liturgy, the Journal of the Society of St. Gregory, January 2023 edition. Roach is, quote, well aware that people sometimes talk about liturgy wars, which he is apparently afraid of losing. <laughs> From what I understand, many of these battles today are carried out in cyberspace, where people with various agendas and motivations set themselves up as experts and interpreters of all things liturgical, he said. Roach himself has minimal training in liturgy. He complains that, quote, these keyboard warriors seem to have an outsized effect, particularly on seminarians and polemicists against uh, allegedly, quote, distorted agendas that are so frequently aired through blogs, etc. Roach should not complain too much since he has the powerful anti-Christian oligarch media on his side, end quote. None of the editorializing that Gloria TV's author interspersed there in that article is untrue. Francis has the secular and Catholic media largely on his side. Yeah, Francis got a little pushback in the New York Times for Traditionis Custodis, but that didn't stop him from publishing a follow-up document that tightened the screws a few months later. Traditional Catholics have been getting labeled by the secular media, and traditionalists have brought more broadly been getting labeled by the secular media in all aspects of life as essentially enemies of all that is good and just in the secular world. Look what happened to Mark Houck the other day. They back Francis on his efforts to bring the church up to date with the modern world, hence why the only people who complained about that women's handball event at the Metz Cathedral were the laity, not anyone with a secular microphone. None of them complained. The secular authorities and the bishop both loved the event and want to see more desecrations of church property in the name of making sure the church is up to date with the times. This is nothing more than the men who hold high offices in the church wanting to be loved by the world. They want the world to love the church and to love the bishops of the church. And when I say the world, I mean capital T, the, and capital W, world. Do you remember what sacred scripture says about seeking the love of the world? In the first letter of St. John, we get this passage that each of us, and especially these bishops, should remember. Quote, I write unto you, babes, because you have known the Father. I write unto you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abideth in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. Love not the world, nor the things which are in the world. If any man love the world, the charity of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world is the concupiscence of the flesh, and the concupiscence of the eyes, and the pride of life, which is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the concupiscence thereof. But he that doth the will of God abideth forever. 
little children, it is the last hour, and as you have heard that Antichrist cometh, even now there are become many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have remained with us, but that they may be manifest, that they are not all of us. But you have the unction from the Holy One, and know all things. End quote. The world is of Antichrist. Seeking the love of the world is seeking the love of him who opposes our Lord. Trying to foist those values under the church. What does that mean? Seeking the love of the world puts you in opposition to the faith. And it's pretty simple stuff. Yet that is what Botsing, Monsignor Below, and yes, even Cardinal Roach want. Whenever someone invokes change, changing the faith, that is what they want. They want the church more loved by the world. Even if that means desecrating cathedrals for sports events or watching lay Catholics with relatively tiny audiences. In the grand scheme of things, not a single traditional Catholic voice that you watch has a very large audience in the grand scheme of things. The modernists in Rome are watching your favorite Catholic figures, reading their blogs, listening to their podcasts, taking notes and writing down names. What they'll do with that information isn't something I care to speculate about. Maybe they'll just continue to get mad about things people say and use it as a motivation to change the faith. I don't really know, but they are paying attention. So uh, let them know in the comments what you think of what they're doing, what they're doing to the church. What, how does that make you feel? And I'm curious what you think about all this. So let me know in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. As the sharing this on social media, that helps a lot too. And again, thanks to the patrons for their support of Return to Tradition. It is greatly appreciated. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.